previously on Those Were the Days. You did a good riff on the bench skit. You just didn't know it. Can I find a joke that won't make Steven blush? <laughs> My absolute favorite was the prop of the palette connected to a plunger, and he's holding the plunger. <laughs> no, she is a Rams linebacker. Flip Wilson walked so that Tyler Perry could run. That's talent, y'all. It was the 70s, everything was plastic. Joan wasn't yet He's the fool that's proven it. Let's start with some Flip Wilson trivia. When comedy works, it's collaborative. It's everybody working together. And this was a perfect circle of the three of them in this sketch. Those Were the Days is filmed before a live internet audience. Here comes the judge, here comes the judge, and here comes Those Were the Days. Show about old TV, new eyes, you know the gist. Uh, this week we are wrapping up variety shows, uh, and it is my week, I'm Amy, and uh, I have picked a, a an old classic, I described it last week, uh, as if we were reading Onion articles from uh, 50 Years in the Future, and uh, yeah, this is a heck of a one. I do think that if this show were made today, that BuzzFeed would have a quiz telling us which one of the laughing regulars we are. And so with our very own Dan Rowan, it's Steven. Oh, I like to have my classic variety TV mixed with a slightly off-color social commentary and jokes you never say in polite society today. I had a good time. Our very own Dick Martin, Audie. Okay, so let's edit this show together. Let's see what we got. We got the intro. We got Pam's trick. We got a racial joke. Sock it. Sock it to me. Okay, okay. Let's see. News, dance. Sock it to me. Okay. Here comes the judge. Okay, we got that. Another joke. Oh, another racial joke. Okay. Oh, Russian joke now. That's different. Okay. Sock it to me. Here comes the judge. Sock it to me. Here comes the judge. Sock it to me. Here comes the judge. Okay. Oh, the Olympics. Yeah, the Olympics is good. That'll be some good stuff. Okay. Let's see. Oh, more racial jokes. Got it. Okay. Yep. All right. Sock it to me. Here comes the judge. Here comes the judge. Sock it to me. Oh, we're going to let Sammy sing. No, that's just a joke. Okay. All right. And then we got the end with everybody's telling jokes. Okay, cool. And our very own Ruth Buzzy, Travis. Tonight's show is brought to you by the Gizmonic Institute, not just another face in a red jumpsuit, Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated, and the Olive Garden. When you're here, you're not anywhere else. <laughs> well, well, well. Um, yeah, so Rowan and Martin's laughing. Uh, this particular episode is from uh, 1968. Um, and I, I felt like the jokes fell into two categories. Um, incomprehensibly lost to time and could be on the ten- on uh, Saturday Night Live this week. Um, there's a couple of them that seem off color, but I've stopped to think about them. And actually, there some of a couple of them are like surprisingly astute. Um, <laughs> so uh, this show is uh, wild. It's wild. It's fast. Um, like we had. Um, with hee-haw and we're just going to put in as many jokes as possible um, it had a lot of special guests several of them that were not credited in the beginning of the show um, I'm curious to see if we caught all of them 
And um, it had a few sort of sketches that would reoccur every week. And then everything else would sort of change. The big one being uh, the party at the beginning, which I did love. Um, so this this show is very precious to me. I, I've talked about it a couple times. Uh, this was my little sister's favorite show to watch when we were very small. Um, and that seems incomprehensible to me now. Um, I think that I'm deserves gonna... an aww. Yeah. Yeah, aww. Yeah, she loved Goldie Hawn more than anything, which I do understand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I I myself, um, oh what the heck is her name? I've lost it now. Joanne Worley speaks to me on a deeply personal level. I was like, yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to assume that the general level of knowledge of of Laughing prior to this time was aware, but maybe not super familiar. Is that like a fair assessment? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, pretty much. Like, I remember Laugh-In, but it's more aware that Laugh-In existed than having, like, a, a, a very, like, good knowledge of things that would go on. With sure. Um, I had a hard time picking an episode, as I said last week, because there's a lot of good ones. Um, I picked this one for a few reasons, one of them being that it does have, um, it does have the bit with Goldie Hawn with body paint. Which I felt like, because that's like a, that's a recurring thing that is not in everyone, but I felt like it was an important one because go-go dancing, why not? I actually wrote a note that it's not the 60s until someone's in a bikini with body paint dancing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's like, I don't even know what decade it is unless that happens. I'm like, oh, 60s. Got it. (laughs) And doing this whole dance. Oh, yeah. Whatever this is, like white people dance. You can do it in a cage in go-go boots. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. I like it. I feel like I could do that dance. There's not a whole lot of choreography. It's just more well, like jerky motions. Yeah. We'll paint right, some you, Saturday you Night it. Live skits on you and yeah. You yeah. have at it. You heard it. Grab the body paint in the bikini. Steven's going to the cage. I'm ready. I could, I'm, I'm, let's do it. Those were the days. Anniversary show. Let's go. <laughs> um, so the show starts with the, the intro in which... Dan tries to introduce the show and Dick inevitably screws it up with his incompetence slash complete just lack of awareness, which I thought was very good. Um, I I feel like some of the guest stars on this particular episode would probably have been more interesting if it were 1968. Um, (laughs) I did not know who Pam Austin was, which is fine. I didn't really know who Joey Bishop was. Which is also fine. Um, and it's fine. <laughs> I did not realize that this show is where we get beautiful downtown Burbank from. Mm-hmm. Which is I right. uh, just a thing in my lexicon. And I had no idea that <laughs> this is where it came from. Yeah. Um, and like Gary Owen as the announcer, Gary of course. Is so good. It's fantastic. Um, which is what I wanted to go for, but I don't quite have a Gary Owen voice. But he didn't announce the sponsors. That was one thing watching this on Tubi that was great, (laughs) is he would announce that there were sponsors coming, and then it was just 30 seconds of a blank screen. Of of bed music, yeah. With bed music. Which is fun. I thought that was kind of fun. I liked it a lot. Because at first I'm like, what's going on? And then I figured out (laughs) what it was. I'm like, oh, okay, no, this is brilliant. 
this is a great way. Like I just love, I just loved it. So, yeah, yeah. I I, I was so confused when that was happening, yeah. and I figured it out. <laughs> I, I want to point out to the audio listeners also. Travis did put his hand to his ear <laughs> during his intro, it's very important. and I knew exactly what he was doing based on that head that motion. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I got him. Mm-hmm. So the audio listeners really missed out. I'm just saying. It was <laughs> catch this on YouTube. It was hard to figure out too. Like I knew I wanted to do that, but it was hard to figure out what joke to make because I needed something longer <laughs> than just. And here's and now it's time for a little number. 17 like <laughs> that's a great joke it's just too short i needed more so we go from the intro um into the party which i watching a bunch of episodes i didn't watch all of the episodes but i did because it's like the first bit the first real bit i did watch like a lot of the party scenes and they're kind of great like the the cowboy that's there that's like i don't have a problem with minorities but what happens when there's more of them than there are of us and i'm like you could tell that joke right now like that yeah is, you could that's on saturday yeah. night live next week i don't nothing and it's sad when things <laughs> have not changed but here we are when you watch these classic tv shows and you go oh snap that's a conversation that could be had right now mm-hmm. you're like we don't grow no it's when you realize, like, ancient Greece was doing the same thing, <laughs> yeah. making the same comments. Um, <laughs> We've always been this bad. I think my favorite one was probably the, uh, my grandfather's a sexagenarian. Oh, at his age? <laughs> Actually, all, ba- basically all of Dick's, because it was that one and the, like, how will I know you still love me when we're married? Oh baby, come on! You know I love married women. <laughs> his his character throughout the show just so good. Mm-hmm. I think the underrated bit for him in this was the recurring bit with the window. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, that was great. So, so good. That was one of the things I had so much fun with in this episode, and I watched a couple of other ones too. Is the mix of humor. You would have some some very uh, like silly physical humor. You would have really smart uh, kind of almost Abbott and Costello like routines, like vaudeville type routines. Yeah, and yeah, that bit with the window got me every single time. Like I just, just I could not help but laugh every time. I was trying to think of how they put that set together to get that to work so many different ways. It's good. <laughs> It was good. When the arm reached down and pulled the window shut on him, I was I was dead. <laughs> I was just it was over for me. It was that simple. Because it was, was the perfect the, oh like slow arm. It wasn't yes. like just an arm that came. It was like the slow closing, and then he's looking down. Like, Who was that? That was good. And when the do- when he so when he goes to lift the window and the door goes up behind yeah. him, mm-hmm. yeah, it's also very good. Um, it, it just and that was just wild, right? Because it's no con- like. There's no context. It's not anything. It's it's filler, really. Yeah. But it was mm-hmm. hysterical. Yeah. Just um, a just a beautiful non sequitur that you could throw in everywhere. <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr. had some amazing jokes in this episode. Like it was like some key and peel level stuff. It was really funny. Um the 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 reoccurring joke with the Klansman was just like <laughs> So you just see four Klansmen standing there, and Sammy Davis Jr. walks out from between them, and he goes, I'm sure you're wondering why I've asked you all here. (laughs) And then later, he's standing there, and one walks up to him, and 
hands him a piece of paper for his signature. He's like, yeah, my pleasure. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> the Tylenol of, one was the one that killed me. Though. That one broke me. It was that so really funny. Did. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, this is this is too much. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the, uh, the recurring... Sort of, it's, it was another one like like Dick's window things with uh, Dan and Ruth Buzzy trying to have a drink together, and it mm-hmm. was just so like like first it's like Oktoberfest and they just like clank their beer steins and beer goes everywhere, and then there's like a, they're having a cup of tea and she just like pours it into the saucer to drink it and he's like okay <laughs> yeah puts sure. down his That's cigarette because he's never not smoking right basically yeah. this entire show. Uh, Dan Rowan and uh, and um, uh, name uh, uh-huh. Twilight Zone Rod Serling. Oh, Rod Serling. Yeah. Like if they're on screen, they're smoking. Yeah. It's always. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sammy Davis Jr. was that way half the time this this episode. Yeah. yeah. There was at one point just a quick cut to him holding a cigarette. Just <laughs> right. Just here's Sammy. Okay. Nothing. I feel like the editors must have like been on something not weed makes you too sleepy but like mm-hmm. <laughs> like something oh, somebody was on something during energetic. this show it was high speed i told stephanie asked me how it was she didn't get to watch with me said it was like watching hee-haw but with class hee-haw <laughs> with class that's people what I'm in saying. suits that's why i said yeah. that's why i said the hee-haw was laughing recorded at a texas roadhouse is because it yeah. just mm-hmm. like felt that way um, it's exactly right the news one was I thought one of the sketches that definitely was a thing that could be told today where they're doing the like, oh, well, we've got this story about 15 Russians on <laughs> a, and it want, oh. like, a fishing boat. Yeah, oh, oh my gosh. Unbelievable. Like you could just slap Fox News behind those guys and that would have been it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that is a current day SNL skit right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, and that was, yeah, 100%. So well done. Yeah. yeah, masterpiece. I was just, I was like, they actually, they're, they're playing off like they believe the news story they're making up. They're making just it up wonderful. as they're doing it. Yeah. But, yeah. I love and then going, can't believe that would happen to these people. It's I, Americans off the coast of Massachusetts. But it wouldn't have been a vote. Yeah. It had to have been a submarine. Obviously. Yeah. It was, it was the evolution it. of it. It was so great because he's like 15. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So it's like 10. Well, maybe five. It's just a couple. Well, if it's a couple, it might as well be ours. A couple of ours. Well, now it's five. Well, if it's five, it might as well be <laughs> ten. You know, let's just go well, back to the original number. So they'll and, that's, that's, and they can't know. say we changed anything. Yeah. <laughs> Fifteen fishermen uh, in critical condition after a collision with a Russian submarine uh, a mile outside of Boston Harbor. <laughs> Unbelievable! They're going to start World War Three if they're not careful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely would have happened mm-hmm. this week. I mean, it's, it's it's certainly not like you know spy balloons or anything. It's t- completely different, right? No. Completely right, totally, totally, totally different. Not, totally. Um, a couple of times there were sort of like um, little text things at the bottom. And, Those always um, got me too. So mm-hmm. I was like, so there was one of them was like Ralph Nader, your car is ready. Right? Was that one of them? Right. And then the other one was like, Hugh Hefner is alive and boy is he living. <laughs> like, okay. Well, and so I'm watching it on Tubi 
and I didn't go full screen with it. And I yeah. so all it said, all I saw at first was Ralph Nader. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was cut off, and then I I'm like. What Ralph Nader and I scroll down a little bit and I just see your car is ready. I'm like, what? Is, what does that even mean? Why? So I and that tells you how long Ralph Nader was a joke because Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> two <real>. made a <laughs> joke about that mm-hmm. in 1990. Yeah, yeah, they did. So there is there is somebody who has like a, a Substack page that goes back 20 years of the Onion. And so I went back 20 years of the Onion to see like how many headlines I could sort of put a context around and it was very few i was like i don't i don't remember like this i'm sure it was important at the time but i have no idea what we're talking about now you know which was a big part of it um and then um uh so lacutus has brought up that there's a clock behind Mm -hmm. the announcer that was always changing and sometimes like they would just walk up and change like moving hands so like hang on (laughs) Let me let me adjust. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, we had it. We had a talent show on this particular episode, which was a lot. Um, the French Canadian <laughs> step dancer was probably that was so good. The best part. I actually wrote down that I was unsure if that was an actual Canadian step dancer. And I was like, he's not bad, but I don't know if it's real or a joke. Well, <laughs> I think we're making fun of the French Canadians. Yeah. But it's close. The, the thing about that one was if you've watched other episodes of Laughing, occasionally they would get somebody. Like the pilot episode, and I know Amy brought this episode up last week. Yeah. But the pilot episode of it did that same bit, but he brought out Tiny Tim. Which is referenced uh-huh. in this episode when Dick is like, mm-hmm. "Wait, you're not bringing out Tiny you Tim bring again." Tiny Tim again. Yeah. <laughs> and that was just somebody that wasn't a, a cast member coming out and doing something like a lot of these were. It was just Tiny Tim came out, did his routine, and then left. And so I wasn't because sure. If like, you see, if you see Dick's face with Tiny Tim, it is very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is so, so confused. I did watch catch up on Tiny Tim, and now after watching a full episode of this, I understand now <laughs> what I was watching. It it elevated the concept <laughs> quite a bit. So then, so then we get Pyotr Roshenko or Rosmenko, the, the, <laughs> the Rosmenko twins. That was Russian great. who escaped, and he's got his twin brother now. <laughs> And it's Sammy Davis. Too. That was hilarious. Okay, and so they're singing. They're singing in in Russian. They're not, um, mm-hmm. and and they finally like it. It devolves pretty quickly, and so it's really say. great because they're then then Rowan and Martin are going back and forth about like, so they're twins, huh? Yeah, I can't. But it's hard to believe because one's so much taller <laughs> than the other one. <laughs> So many hype jokes about Sammy Davis <laughs> yeah. Jr. too. So very many much hype so. jokes about Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, he's taller. That was in the. <laughs> I love this show because this show has it's uh, Goldie Hawn is the epitome of the dumb blonde, um, but mm-hmm. all the brunettes are funny. So that's that's <laughs> Tina Fey. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. you're they walked so she could run. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Ruth Buzzy joke during the party. But like I have this nightmare and this big hairy man overpowers me and I tell my psychiatrist it's just not gonna happen. And that's the nightmare part. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so after the talent part it's like, uh yeah, if you if 
you want to vote for your favorite, you dial your operator. Well, you can't tell them to dial the operator. That's not like, you can't, well, that's what I do in an emergency. What does that have to do with the talent show? <laughs> I think you want to call the cops after something. <laughs> 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 um, so the recurring judge, here comes oh, the judge gosh, so bits. Good. Mm. Again, many of these could just slide right in. But what brings you in? Two police, two policemen. <laughs> uh, drunk again? Yep, both of them. Both of them. <laughs> this is this is the part where it occurred to me that this feels like an Americanized Monty Python. Yeah. Like whenever mm-hmm. that skit came up, I was like, "All right, we're in silly territory now. Mm-hmm. We're in Brit silly, but with American wisecracking. That's yes. where that's where we're at." And. Uh, I was able to pick up on them. I see what we're doing here. Yeah, and I love that it was always the same two people. They just keep yeah. coming oh, back yeah. and just running that joke over and over. And Henry Gibson is great, mm-hmm. and he's perfect. He's perfect in that role. Um, and I just, oh, I loved those. Uh, what was it? The other one was, um, I found him not guilty or whatever, or innocent of stealing. He's like, great, so I don't have to get back the watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the good. other one was, uh, you know, something about stealing fruit from a fruit stand all right 30 years for impersonating a police officer (laughs) (laughs) i just love that i i recognize that dude from the burbs i just was like i was you know leonardo dicaprio pointing at the tv Uh dr (laughs) klopek yep i knew that guy the burbs i recognize him the burbs and the blues brothers that's what i always think of him from yes yes and just the final clubbing over the head with whatever that bag was. Whatever. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. That there was the, the recurring uh, May I Have This Dance mm-hmm. was another great one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which got progressively more ridiculous, right? Because the first <laughs> yep. one, she stands up and smacks him in the face, which you go, I mean, it's funny. Like, it's slapsticky funny, yeah. but you go, well, yeah, no, that's a thing that can happen. And it just... When she's attached to the chair. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, great. When he's like buckled into the chair and gets up. He takes her arm just... and it takes the whole arm and the entire dress and, and he dress. just walks away with it. Or he's been over and he never actually raises back up. His head mm-hmm. is just at her chest, backing up and dancing. His pants rip and then he just backs away. Just slowly. Gone. <laughs> oh, I loved I loved those recurring bits because that, that does have that feel of that Monty Python type sketch where it's just, we're going to throw in yeah. something. The the yeah. window thing is the same. It's like there was a Monty Python sketch where they would like, or there was an episode where they would just cut to a tree all the time. And it was just <laughs> the larch, the yes. larch. And then they'd go back to whatever they were doing. And they just do that like four <laughs> times in the episode. And that's what these all felt like to me was just those yeah. little interstitials that were just, we don't know how to end this thing. Cut to something weird and go yeah, back to we don't have doing to, whatever. Yeah, yeah. The here comes the judge thing cracked me <laughs> up because it honestly looked like they just they grabbed Sammy Davis and he had no idea what they were going to do and they shoved him in a judge's outfit, threw a wig on him sideways, and told pushed him out on stage. <laughs> it had that flair to it, like yep. go. And mm-hmm. he's here comes the judge. Here comes the judge. <laughs> you know, just like. Flapping or whatever he had going on. Well, he had to make up some dance on the fly. And it's funny because it felt like, okay, do it this way. Okay, do it that way. Okay, come back this mm-hmm. way. Come back that way. And you you see it throughout the show, and it's like he keeps winding down. And, you know, it's yeah. like I'm sure they did it in one 
big long take and edited it up. But throughout the show, you're just like, here comes the judge. Here comes the judge. <laughs> He's wearing out. He's like, is it even funny anymore? I've mm-hmm. done this 18 times. <laughs> also, did anybody catch Sammy Davis's heels during that mm-hmm. skit? Because mm-hmm. they were a good four inches. Oh, yeah. They were, they were yeah. up there. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was I'm also. Glad I'm not the only one. Yeah. There was uh, the recurring bit of Dan and the camera. Yep. Um, there was the, uh, <laughs> this will take a picture in two minutes flat, and I'm pretty sure that was Twiggy, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, two, se- two seconds flat, and then Twiggy. Uh, twiggy. Whatever your eye sees, it was just mm-hmm. a big eye. Eye. <laughs> yep. The colored photo. Saw that one coming. <laughs> it was just. I yeah, saw it, yeah. Like, oh, the yep. second he says yeah. it, you're like, oh, here we go. Oh, here it is. <laughs> we got a black eye on the show. We can make that joke this week. Yep. Oh, gosh, yeah. They they did, they did used that uh, ability over yes, and over and over again. Yes, they did. <laughs> um, I thought his his bit about when they move in, they're not, you know, we're, we're not idiots. We move into a neighborhood. The prices go down. We buy up all the <laughs> land, and then we move out. <laughs> that was so good. so good. That was so good. <laughs> um, so 1968 was an Olympic year, um, and uh, this particular episode had their look forward to mm-hmm. the Olympics, um, and there were a few good bits in in this part. Uh, this is where we get Goldie Hawn in her bikini go-go dancing with her signs like "Be an athletic supporter." Uh, <laughs> um, which is quite good. Mm. Um, I thought that the ladies of the Olympics bit was absolutely hysterical because they're talking about like, you know, how, you know, why are you, you know, how, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole song and it's about like, Oh, how did you become a broad jumper? Well, when the guys start pinching, any broad can jump. Or, you know, um, oh, why'd you learn to swim? Well, I was just a farmer's daughter, and then he came to, t- you know, this man came to town and got me on hot, hot water. My only option was to swim. And it's just very good. Oh, I loved that. I loved the um, basketball team. Mm-hmm. The Czech Republic basketball team, or Croatian basketball team. Yeah. And they yeah. bring out Elgin Baylor. Uh, who's yes. a actual NBA player? Um, and uh, but <laughs> I love the biggest they, patch sh- telling you what country they are it's from. Enormous, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I loved how like they just show them dunking the basketball, and then when they walk over, and it's the three shortest people on the cast, <laughs> and it's such a Which, good I mean, gag. It's it's funny because you know it's coming because you mm-hmm. know that they are tiny tiny yes. men. <laughs> yes. like, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter. Like it's still funny. Um, <laughs> I love the sex, the checking the sex of female athletes. So Good I, Lord. This one, I Good watched Lord. it, like, the first time I was like, I don't know. And then I was like, no, actually, I think this is accidentally super progressive. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. upon second viewing. Yeah. I think this is actually very progressive. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, that was what I was like. Sure. I was like, is this bad? I don't. Yeah. Let me think that, about this. That started. They started down that path, and I was like. Uh, oh, uh, oh, wait. wait. <laughs> no, yeah. I think we're okay. I think we're no, there. No, we're good. <laughs> I think it's fine. And then, yet again, you're reminded that we still struggle with this crap. This yeah. is what I'm saying, you know, right? Have not Another grown. one yeah. that could, you know, you could just slide mm-hmm. that right in anywhere. <laughs> um, and then just the stupid Argentine runner. So, I... Oh. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I realized I realized now that we're talking about it, right, with the giant 
you know, badges on their shirts showing their their nationalities because TVs were very small. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Giant, so you'd be like, ah, I can see. Yeah, and like 480p. Yeah. No, 480i, probably less. <laughs> How many even, lines were on television that, back then? Like, 12? Yeah, it's like a, yeah. a baker's yeah. dozen. like this. Yeah. So. <laughs> and and that that bit with the uh, with the runner from Argentina, uh, I knew right where that was going. Oh, yeah. The yeah. second they started dying, and it still made me laugh. It still uh-huh. was, was funny. Oh, yeah. When he has that mustache and brings out the accent, you know where that's going. <laughs> <laughs> you don't I mean, sound as, you don't you don't sound Argentinian. My papers are in order. <laughs> I love that there. he's wearing a gun too. Just yeah, he's got the Luger on his side. You know, and I I like that they cut to because the 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 German officer, the very interesting, yes, is like he's a recurring <laughs> character. <laughs> cut to him. Like, that was oh. beautiful. So good. Unbelievable. The way he runs. Um, <laughs> so uh, Dan and Dick trying to talk about the Olympics um, is real good because Dan's like, you know, uh, great. Another. So another topic that you don't know anything about. No, my uncle was in the Olympics for baking. <laughs> what, it, uh. In Battle Creek, Michigan. <laughs> Battle Creek, Michigan. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he won three gold medals for cake baking. Came in ahead of Betty Crocker. <laughs> Pillsbury lady, very upset. This shows you don't mix religion and cooking. It's like, what? What, what are you talking on? about? Well, she's baking an angel cake at the time. <laughs> He's like, we can't. We can't. Um, there was a lot of the back and forth, a lot of the like, uh, you know, Dick would say something and Dan would be like, oh, clarifying question. Like, like, cause, cause Dick's like, well, I'm a, I was a hockey, I was a hockey champion. Oh, you were a hockey champion. Yeah. So was I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just... mm-hmm. It's that's oh, that vaudevillian. Something... Yeah. Yeah. And then I, they almost going to say I... who's on first. All yes. He's like, we can't, we cannot do this. <laughs> yeah. This is the stuff I miss, though, mm-hmm. in modern television. Yeah. I, I wrote down like the the classic comedy duo where there's no like everybody now has to be in the spotlight. It's got to be that guy, that comedian. Like yeah. when people shared like that, like how many touring comedians did you see that go and stand on stage with someone else and like we've lost act. the straight man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we we that was so good, and it's still so good. You mm-hmm. watch Abbott and Costello show that to a ten year old. You know, they're like, I get it. I love it. The whole math and the sevens and all all those skits that they used to do. I like, just, This just made me miss it so yeah, much. Like just this week, I saw a YouTube reacts channel doing reacting to who's on first. And it yeah. was some mm. they had never seen it before. This guy knew nothing about Abbott and Costello. He was confused for the first like 30 seconds. And then something clicked and he figured out what was going on. And he just. <laughs> Yeah. lost it he was uh-huh. done yeah. mm-hmm. and like so I, y- it, you bring that up that we don't have that in modern and that i think is why and it's a show i talk about a lot i know but psych is a show that mm-hmm. had that dynamic because even though both of them are a little kooky you had that sort of there was the straight man funny man thing going on between the two of them yeah. and all of the jokes involved both Sean and Gus mm-hmm. the two main characters mm-hmm. and you could I tell was, they had that influence from this kind of stuff 
I was gonna say yeah. the other modern modernish take I would give you is Key and Peel. They yes. did that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. We had them. Yeah. But it's funny. Yeah. We but just even then, have it's had like them. a right. And even then, a lot of times it's a sketch written like and filmed. It's not like a live performance right. kind of deal. And I think that's they what do, I liked about this is you, it felt like a live standing next to each other joking thing. If mm. you watch like the the actual key and peel shows right like they mm-hmm. are on a stage in front of people introducing their bits and yeah. there is a lot of that and the yeah. nice thing about them is they do switch who's the straight man mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and it's it's pretty good um and i gotta say for whatever reason it was on youtube and i just watched it was the uh obama speech at the whatchamacallit mm-hmm. where he had uh king michael key be his angry voice yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, he did the bit in real life uh-huh. at the yeah. press dinner or whatever. Right. So good. That kind I of love stuff. them talking about that press dinner because uh, he says the first thing Obama said to us is, it's hard for a brother on TV. <laughs> I feel like Sammy would probably agree to you, uh, agree with uh, you yeah. on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they also have the bit here where they talk about, you know, because the Olympics were in Mexico City, which is at elevation. And so that was going to be a problem. You know, the air is thinner. You're going to have a problem breathing. And Dick says, it's fine. I've been breathing my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) Just just that that style of humor and that delivery of those things is it's not an easy thing to do. And you have to have perfect chemistry with your your partner in it. Yeah. And. If you get that, it is Abbott and Costello. It's Martin and Lewis. It's Rowan yeah. and Martin. Like you can, it's just gold. But it's so hard to do well. Yeah, it's a dance. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's honest to goodness. It is finding the right dance partner who can throw back and catch and know know when to let the other person win this one and and put, elevate the other side. You know, like it's it's a mm-hmm. whole. It's a mutual respect and understanding of where each other is going to go. It's like. It's like when you play music with somebody and you play with them ten years and you just like click, yep. like you know where they're gonna, where they're headed when they play a certain thing, and you've yeah. never played it with each other before. I've got a buddy of mine. I swear, if we were to meet up and play music together, it would be just like we left each other fifteen years ago. Just yeah. like that's the kind of chemistry you're looking for in a comedy act mm-hmm. as, as well. It's the same same jam, and it's so yeah. rare and hard to find. And like, I keep thinking about if you haven't seen or heard find interviews where um jim carrey and um oh what's his name um from dumb and dumber um jeff jeff daniels jeff daniels yeah listen to them talk about how they cast jeff daniels and how they found that chemistry and jim like fought to have him specifically be in that position with him because of the way they just clicked yeah. Mm-hmm. And hear them talk about that magic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, it it's absolutely that. I think that's why, like, when I go back and look at Viva Variety, for instance, if the humor didn't land for you, what 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 worked for me so well was the chemistry of the the leads in that show. They could sure. do that kind of humor and play off of each other really well. Um mm-hmm. it's why something like community works so great once they get rid of Chevy Chase, because everyone likes each other. And they all get yeah. along, yeah. and they play off of each other, and that's that's what works. That's what makes Scrubs so good. Was yeah. the Office? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, all of same that. thing. They're all playing. Well, yeah, yeah. 
I go back to one we watched before, Perfect Strangers. Like, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. watch them together today, and they're still laughing their heads off at stupid jokes. And, like, they've still got that repertoire together. They're like, yeah. But, mm-hmm. but not Laverne and Shirley. No. no. So not Laverne and Shirley. No. It's fine. No. And yet, somehow, they made it work. So, they're, they're the exception that yeah. proves the rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like that's what made that's what made this watching of laughing so enjoyable was not only Rowan and Martin and their chemistry, but yeah. everybody. That party scene yeah. is great because mm-hmm. it's just it's joke after joke after joke, but they're all so well delivered, and, and the the, nobody's is, trying is, to step on anybody else. This right? is still the first season. Yeah. So we're still yeah. you know getting finding into our feet. It. Yeah. Um. So after the Olympics bit. Um, we have the potpourri, which is unadulterated madness. Because up until this point, it's all been very reasonable and, and <laughs> like yes, well organized, <laughs> I guess. Um, so there's the pretty good joke about the 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 man sitting in his chair and his wife is like tied up next to him, and the cop shows up <laughs> and he's like, "What happened?" Well, I was you know I was out bowling and somebody broke into the house and tied you know blew up the safe, ransacked the house. Stole and left my wife like this. Oh, when uh, when did this happen, sir? A week ago, Monday. <laughs> <laughs> and then the cop walks off. That's yeah, what's brilliant. Just got, like, just, that's okay, end of end of bit. We're good. Um, and then we have the bit with the first completely reconstituted human <laughs> because surgical transplants are so good. And this is another Ooh. one where I feel like like I mean they all pretty like so one. Uh, one of her hands came from a CIA man, and the other hand came from a man who was in the FBI. And she goes, well, how's how's that going? Oh, not too well. My right hand, my left hand, never knows what my right hand is doing, which is not <laughs> any di- like again, like it hasn't changed there. in fifty Still years. Mm-hmm. Has nope. not changed. Um, and yeah, and so then this is the. Laughing is also the birth of the if so and so married so and so, they'd be so and so. Poopy Campo, if <laughs> Poopy Boop. Campo ma- married Betty Boop, he'd be Poopy Boop. Which <laughs> Goldie barely gets through this joke. I know like, yeah, she, she has to think about it so hard, and it. I think that's like even like that's funnier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that she has like she's especially thinking about it, it. Like this is probably like the fifth or sixth take. They're like, just oh, yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> Screw it. We'll take yeah. that one. I, I didn't know that's where this came from because I've read these jokes before and I had no yeah. idea that Laugh-In was the originator. <laughs> one I always think about that I read before was if Oprah, Mar- Oprah Winfrey married D- Deepak Chopra, she'd be Oprah Chopra. <laughs> so, stu- so stupid. But then I have this context. I'm like, oh, that's where they got that from. Um. So we've got the socket to me bits, as we mentioned. Um, yep. At one point, at one point, there's a celebrity who says that we should socket to Joey. Did you see who that celebrity was? Mm-hmm. That was crazy because that was a very young Regis Philbin. Yeah, it was very young, just uh, a baby. I was like, wow, his to- hair wasn't gray at some point. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. And then we get to the, the homage to Ernie Kovacs and the uh, and the bathtub sketch. Yep. 
And that this is kidding. where uh, another secret, another super secret uh, celebrity. And appears. as I was watching it, I saw him, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Is that?" And, oh, it is. And then mm-hmm. I went and looked later on, and sure enough, it was. Yep. Who has been on this show before? <laughs> mm-hmm. Harry Belafonte. Uh, just coming out of a bathtub. Just walking out of a bathtub like, and walking okay. away. Like, okay. that's, they had him there for that's that. It. That's it. That's, that's all uh-huh. <laughs> My theory is he's probably on a soundstage, right? Oh, like, sure. Some, 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 you know, intern is just, like, opening up the door, like, seeing who's walking <laughs> by and being like, come here. <laughs> Dad or just they're all outside for a smoke break. Like, hey, Harry, you want to come hey, do a hey, bit hey, with hey, us? Hey, come here. Come do a bit. And it's a funny Gosh, gag, Smoke too. breaks. Mm-hmm. It's, it's such a funny gag. Uh, all those bathtub gags were great, but that one because they just kept going. Like it went, it was funny, and then it got to the point like they're still doing this bit. Like there's still people walking out of the bathtub, and then mm-hmm. it rolled back around to just being funny again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and then there's also uh, the interstitials all throughout the episode of John Wayne just randomly that I thought was <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Yeah, because why not? Why not? Because he's walking by at the time. Smoke break. You're I you're think, probably right. Well, no, I think what I think what a lot of those are, right? I, I mean, I imagine is that every time they have somebody on, they also record a sure. bunch of that stuff mm-hmm. that they can splice in randomly later for whatever. Because uh, I mean, <laughs> w- when I think of kooky '60s comedy, I go right to John Wayne. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Um, but he was a, he was a guest on an episode, mm-hmm. uh, at least one, probably more. I think he was a um, lot. Like I saw some stuff where yeah. it was like he helped with the hundredth episode. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Judy Carn keeps getting it in the socket to me bits, right? <laughs> it is socked exclusively to her. Um, <laughs> and so when she winds up um, on stage with Sammy Davis Jr. and she's like, like it's just us. We're gonna do. Let's do a number. Let's do let's do singing in the rain. She's like, they are not gonna get me because there's no way you're too big of a star. <laughs> I'm safe for the first time. This is great. Um, and and so they do a little singing in the rain. He's like, see, you're fine. Don't even worry about it. She's like, can we do it again? He's like, yeah, sock it to me. Absolutely drenched. <laughs> so good. And the best part is that he, he's like. What just happened? <laughs> and she's like, "You said sock it to me." Splash. Bucket of water. I thought he was safe too. Like this entire episode, Sammy Davis doesn't get one actual singing thing no. at all. Like he doesn't no. make through any of them mm, actually no. singing anything, which I'm My, sitting here expecting it at some point. After the other variety shows we've watched, I expect there to be just a regular musical number. There's nope. a minimum yeah. of three times that he tried. No, four times that he tries. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's the he's at the piano mm-hmm. and he sings and breaks the vase and uh-huh. that's Black Power. There's the tap dance <laughs> yeah. number, which has so much that was lead so up. Funny. Mm-hmm. It has that was so much lead up because the four guys are there and he mm-hmm. comes out. So the good. second his cane hits the floor, it crumbles and he falls on the floor. And the guys just break their canes, yep. and throw their hats at him, and he's just curled. I on laughed the floor. so hard at that one. It was such a great bit of slapstick oh, so physical good. comedy. It was perfect. <laughs> I lo- like it just killed me. 
Well, and I appreciated that he never got through a musical number. Like, yeah. that it just yeah. totally threw my thoughts out the window. It's like, no, no, this mm-hmm. isn't that kind of show. No, no. It could oh, be. I love but Sammy it's not. Davis. Listen, he, he was got, such he, a wonderful guest. He and his yes. twin got, got to sing. Yeah. They did. Yeah, they did. That's true. Um, then there's the singing in the rain. And then there's a bit at the very end um, after we say goodnight, Dick. Um, and. He's he's like trying to do a dance, and he falls through. Like the trap door opens, and mm-hmm. he's like he's like tapping his foot or whatever. He's like beating time. I forget exactly how it goes, but basically the floor opens up under him, and uh, he falls through. So we have the end of the show, in which it's time to say goodnight, Dick. And um, Dick has to get the last word in. Because we have to derail the end of the show also. We've derailed every other moment in the show. So we might as well derail the end of the show. And so here's the thing. So this joke sh- turns up a couple of times in um, in the uh, in this episode. And it's, uh, does the name Rudy Begonia mean anything to you? <laughs> All right. So, like, I feel like I needed, like, a, an annotated Cliff Notes version for this list. Because I did a lot of Googling. Trying to put pieces together. <laughs> so Rudy Begonia was um, a uh, from Anus and Andy, way back. But okay. more importantly, the does the name Rudy Begonia mean anything to you? Was a Flip Wilson line that he regularly used in his stand-up routines, which is why, like, so Sammy used it as an homage to Flip. Everybody's huh. tied into this show. It's real good. I'm I'm wrapping everything up here. We've weaved quite the tapestry of old TV. Yeah. Um, It is really fun. Like, I don't understand the 14 days on a raft with a live bit. Like, okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, so then we get the, under the credits, we get the famous laugh-in joke wall. Um, which is probably the part I remember the best. Yeah, from laughing, like I think that's the most iconic. Um, yeah, that's the thing I remember the most about laughing is the joke wall, which and it didn't happen until the very end, and I kept waiting yeah. for. I'm like, Why, where's it going to be? I thought it was, and maybe they did later on in the series mix sure. it in throughout the episode, right? Because I feel right. like that's what I remember. But right. yeah, I just kept waiting for it. Just at the end, and see um, here, I'm I'm somebody who doesn't know laughing, so. We get to Goodnight Dick, and then it's the laugh. I'm like, wait, when does this show actually end? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got to make people watch the credits. Apparently. It's like a a Marvel movie. You got to put the sticker at the end. Um, There were a lot of good ones. Um, There was uh, Sammy. Sammy, I'm going to, I plan to run in Mississippi. For what? (laughs) The border? (laughs) 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 Um, Real simple ones. I dropped a bundle in the market. Oh, what happened? Bag broke. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, Veronica Lake married Corbett Monica. She'd be Veronica Monica. <laughs> uh, th- this is like classic dog dad joke territory. Pet shop owner told me those bulldogs were $15 a piece. Well, how much is a whole one? <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good dad joke. Um... <laughs> A myth is an effeminate moth, which is <laughs> not as me. good as the Muppets version of the myth joke. 
Right. Which is uh, myth, myth. Yes, that's a myth. Uh-huh. <laughs> Better version of that joke. Um, Sammy Davis Jr. doing the, if I only have one life to live, let me live it as a blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Went off the rails pretty quickly. Well, I mean, the follow-up to that is what killed me. Absolutely yeah. killed that's, me. Yeah. Yes, that Don't bother me. Is... I'm bleaching the colored kid's hair. Oh my so god! And then the fact that, and then it's, um, and then what's her name? Does the here comes the judge? Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, the implication being that uh, Pam Austin. The implication being that that's what Sammy looks like now. Mm-hmm. So good. And then at one point, at one point, um, I I forget who it just starts doing, um, just starts doing punchlines. No jokes. Mm-hmm. Just punchlines. Yep. If I could walk that way, I wouldn't need talcum powder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like to get to the other side of the road, and it's just, it's just, I, and then, and then it's at the very end that we get like this was recorded earlier, so that Sammy Davis Jr. could do his his final act, and they just through the through the the uh, trap door. Mm-hmm. There goes, there goes the judge. There goes the judge. Got me. Loved it. Unbelievable. So, boys, what did we think of laughing, Stephen? I need more of this in my life. Uh, It was just fantastic. I, I love, I love the joke wall because I've always been a fan of giant walls with random doors. You know, it's not a thing you see often, but when I see one, I'm like, look at that. Look at that giant <laughs> wall with all those doors. That's great. People popping out of them and saying stuff. That tickled me. And I would watch Sammy Davis read the phone book. Like, that guy's got so much charisma in his pinky finger. Uh-huh. Uh, he's also one of my favorite All in the Family episodes. So he's he's a, he's around, mm-hmm. you know. Loved it. Uh, yeah, I loved laughing. I miss vaudevillian comedy duos. I want that back in the world. Uh, so if you're out there and you got a buddy, <laughs> just go. Just go give it a try because you might make it. <laughs> How about you, Adi? Oh, no. I loved it. it. It's funny. When I watched it, I was not – I was – after this, it's been a long week and mm-hmm. we've had stuff happening. and um, So watching it, I was like kind of meh as I was watching it. But sitting here talking with you guys, I was like, yep, that was funny. Yep, that was funny. Yep, that was funny. <laughs> and it's really funny watching this now, having no real context for it, after watching Hee Haw back in the day and then watching their episode recently and seeing the bones of this show yeah. in mm-hmm. Hee Haw mm-hmm. and seeing how much they took from that and used that and ran with it and just how much it's like, well, I mean, it was a great format. It worked so well for laughing. Why wouldn't you do it in another kind of uh genre you know genre yeah. yeah so yeah this is great awesome trav well i'm gonna watch more it's so good <laughs> even even jokes and references that that i don't i don't have uh, a frame of reference for still can be yeah. very funny and yeah. i am a huge fan of just like the shotgun style humor of throw mm-hmm. a bunch of jokes at me because number one half of them are gonna land and it's great and the other part is that then it gives me a rewatch thing because now I can miss, I can hear the jokes that I missed because I was too busy laughing the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's, and it's the mixture of the types of humor. It's the dumb slapstick and it's the, the wordplay humor and it's the recurring jokes. 
Loved all of it. Definitely will yep. watch more. The sight gags. Because, yep. like, the clock thing, like, you're not bringing oh, attention yeah. to it, but it's happening in the background. Mm-hmm. I love that stuff. Yes. Awesome. We've had quite a variety yep. of variety shows. And, we have. Uh, I thought they were all pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was all, it was all a good time. Um, but we are moving on. We are moving on. And you, our listeners, voted uh, for the next topic, which are educational shows. Woo! I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I've already I've already chosen my show and episode. I chose my show and episode the day we put that topic in our little spreadsheet. Holy cow. I have been prepared for this in a way that I've been prepared for no show previously. Fantastic. Uh, You know, it's funny, we picked the topics last week just before and it's like Went back to actually vote, and I was like, yeah, "No, I want educational shows." Even though that wasn't the one I picked, so, that's fine. I also voted lie. for one that I didn't pick, even though I put educational shows on the list. <laughs> it's amazing. That's how we do things around here. Uh, yeah. So, first up for educational shows is uh, our good old friend Travis. Travis, what are we doing? So we are going to, and I don't have an episode chosen yet, but I will have it. Uh, chosen soon and it will be either in the show notes and on Twitter which episode it is but we are going to go back and visit a show that is very near and dear to my heart Square One TV yes you're going to learn some math yes Steven I I have a feeling you have never seen Square One TV and I cannot wait this is another one of those things where Steven being a couple years younger yep for educational shows, it's like a, it's like a vast yeah. gulf, mm-hmm. and yeah. so this mm-hmm. is like this is very exciting. So this this was excited. a show that I watched all the time as a kid. I can remember all sorts of parts and bits of it, and there are actors in this show that I have seen in that have appeared in dozens of other movies and television shows. And I always know them from Square One. That's how bu- big of an impression it made on me. <laughs> yep. So I Holy cannot. Man. I cannot wait for this. I will have an, an episode chosen soon. I mean, they're all they're all good, but I got to find the right I one. I mean, I mean, I I have a pretty good idea. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I am very excited. I also loved Square One, um, and it did give me a deep love of math until that was uh, beaten out of me. In high school. <laughs> so great. <laughs> Very excited. Uh, everything I know about the Fibonacci sequence I learned from Square One. Oh, my gosh. Actually, that's how I learned about the Fibonacci sequence with yeah. Square One. Yeah. So good. I am very excited about this. Um, I'm sure all of you, uh, all of you listeners also have a favorite educational show. From back in the day. Um, we have a million places where you can reach us. And um, I'm going to let Travis tell you what they all are. Because I don't know them. I know we're on the Twitters. And then uh, we got on, the emails. On the, the Twitters. Yeah. It's, we're on the Twitters at uh, Those Days Show. So definitely. If you have. Do you have a favorite educational show? Do you remember Square One TV? Or do you mm-hmm. have something else that you want to. Uh, that you remember as just a fun show that taught you stuff? Let us know. Those Days Show. Um on Twitter or those were the days show at gmail.com. Um, we want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. We do. Yes, we do. Well, I think it's time to say good night, Dick. Good night, Dick. 
Good night, Dick. <laughs> Good night, Dick. For me, for Stephen, for Audie, and for Travis, thank you for listening. And we'll see you all next week. Here comes the judge. Here comes the judge. <laughs> suck it to me. Suck it to me. Suck it to me.